Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You see that cat playing closer? Where? Right there, son. Oh, man, what? So you know we don't allow that. Yeah, we're going to take him out tonight, son. No doubt. What's up, y'all? This is Tim Einicke with The Library. You can follow me on Twitter. It's at Library with Tim. That's Library with Tim for any updates. Also, check out all our interviews from the And You Don't Stop crew at www.rapstation.com. This week, I interview legendary artist Justin Bua who has just launched an online art school. Learn how to draw with one of the best. Go to www.justinbua.com. What is an online art school with Justin Bua? It's the best thing ever. That's what it is. It's, uh, it's, a, it's an amazing opportunity to be able to study one-on-one with me where you have access actually to me because, you know, I've taught at, I taught at USC for 12 years and, uh, it was a great experience, but you know, I only had at the most 40 kids in, in one class. So this gives me the opportunity to talk to people around the world where they could actually send me their homework and I could send, uh, my notes on top of their drawings directly back to them, speaking and engaging them directly through a unique property called the video exchange. So, it's just a very personalized, deep experience with art and learning. And there's nothing really out there like it. And on top of that, it's, you know, it's incredibly affordable. It's $250 for the entire year, which is bizarre. For you, was it, I mean, what, what, like you mentioned, you were a professor of, at, at uh, USC. Was there any concerns for you uh, Going from, I guess, the, you know, from a class of 40 to kind of the virtual, uh, a virtual class? Not really. I mean, I, I've lectured around the world uh, in terms of painting and drawing and done live art. And it's, it's, it's no different, really, than that. The, the only difference was, you know, shooting so many lessons uh, before when I was in the studio. You know, I, I must have shot with six cameras 250 different lessons that people can stream at any time. Uh, so that was just bizarre because there's no audience, you know, right. you're just there with six cameras and you're kind of talking to the camera. Uh, and, and really, and invariably you're talking to the students. So, uh, the difference, it's like television, but without, you know, having a sound guy or grip or right. anybody kind of standing around watching you because everybody's kind of in a studio. So it's a little bit more like a voiceover actor, mixed in with some TV stuff. I was actually wondering if, if there's, if you could take us or take the listener into kind of one, one, I guess an introductory lesson or one of the lessons. You know, it depends. It's broken up into four different uh, divisions. So in other words, you have your beginners, uh, 
which you have your basics, your fundamentals, and then you have your intermediate, which is for the more advanced student, where you get a little bit deeper into the realm of drawing and painting. And then you have your advanced lessons. So you're getting into much more complex problems like light, light logic and perspective. And then you get into master classes where I'm actually mostly painting. So then you're getting into color and value and paint. So there's different levels. So I believe that everybody really needs the basics. You know, if you don't have the, the school, the, uh, the tool, the basic tools, you're, you're really going to be lacking. So you can't really build a strong bridge with a weak foundation. The bridge will crumble. And every artist uh, really needs the basics. And it's a great thing to have because it's, it's an exercise for your brain. It's great if you're a professional artist and it's great if you're an amateur. So I go over the basics all the time. I don't, I don't ever shun the basics or skip the basics. I feel like the basics are everything. As soon as a student, uh, you know, through video exchange, submits his work or her her work to you, how I mean, how how quickly I guess is the turnaround uh, for you? Very fast, because I'm you know I'm in my studio every day, and my assistant kind of says, you know, we go over everything, and I get back to it the day of, if not a few days later, you know, and it's pretty immediate. It's kind of amazing uh, what technology has allowed us to do. So. It's it's pretty fast. Is it is it harder or is it easier to uh, talk about someone's art piece uh, without it actually you know physically being there? No, because what I do is I print out each one's drawing, or if they videotape themselves doing a video of them drawing, okay. I actually take that video and I take a couple of stills from it. I print it out. I put it up on my drawing board and I draw on top of it, or I draw on a tracing paper on top of it. So it's really interesting because I'm, I'm, it's like I'm right there because I'm drawing it on their work. How did the, uh, I mean, for you, I guess, how did the, how did the online art school come to be? I mean, was it someone approached you or did you kind of like, I want to reach out to, a, obviously, like you said, a, a bigger audience? Well, DJ Cubert, you know him from the Invisible yeah. Scratch Pickles and from his virtuoso turntablism. He was teaching at the school. And uh, there's, a, there's a bunch of other teachers that teach there, and they're all music programs. So you've got, you know, one of the best mandolin players, you know, the pianist, singers, turntablists. And Hubert's like, you know, you really need to start an art school. And I was like, yeah, that's cool. He's like, no, seriously, you should really call Artist Works and see if there's a, there's a rapport. And so, you know, two years later, uh, it's happening. So it was DJ Hubert who really made the introduction and made the suggestion. Uh, so as you said, I mean, you're obviously a celebrated artist, you, your best-selling collection. Uh, so I kind of have two questions. What would you be doing if you, if art wasn't your career? And then uh, how do you know, I guess, how do you know, when, how do you know if it's time to, well, how do you know when it's time for you? Or I mean, hopefully it's not ever time for you, but time for you to kind of like just stop doing what, you know, stop. Doing I'd probably what. be acting to be honest, because I'm very theatrical and my father was an actor and my mom was an actress and I come from an acting kind of world. Uh, and I seem to kind of gravitate towards that and teaching in a lot of ways can be very theatrical and, uh, you have to be, you have to present well and you have to interact with your other, you know, students or colleagues well. And I, I find that education is not the same if it's not edutainment, you know, there's a certain, 
entertainment value to teaching. And I, I've done, you know, just a lot of acting stuff, did a lot of voiceover work, you know, I always do guest appearances and this, that, and the other thing. And so I just find it, I'm really comfortable in that space. When you're teaching or when you're drawing, is there a, uh, is there kind of a, I guess, a soundtrack that you always go to if you're ever, if you're ever stuck on a thought or an idea or does it, I guess, does it depend on what you're doing? I think it depends. You know, I, I listen to a very, you know, a bunch of music. I mean, I'm doing a, a commission for Neo, the pop star right now. And I listen to a lot of Neo. I listen to a lot of like David Guetta and, you know, a lot of electro music. But then I also listen to like AWOL Nation and uh, Temple of the Dog right now by Sound uh, by Soundgarden. Pearl Jam is, is is on. And, you know, I play PE and, and run DMC and Big Daddy Kane and Tribe, whatever's in my uh, my music library at the moment. I'm just kind of pushing shuffle and it's just rolling out. If you were to do a series of artwork based on an album, mm-hmm. which album would that be? Like, what, what would you want to? Pretty much, how would which album would you want to recreate through uh, art paint? I would I would say like maybe check your head because I feel like. You know, the Beasties were, for me, an amazing amalgamation of hip-hop, punk rock, future, past, you know, and I I feel like my work is kind of going in that direction. Uh, Check Your Head, to me, is, you know, that or Paul's Boutique. It's just such such an amalgamation of sound and sampling and just ingenuity. And just there's there's parts of there's parts of the album that kind of make me all fired up and out of my mind, you know, and it just makes me feel normal to be crazy. Like I just need to get into a fight, like because when I'm listening to that song, I just need to fight or have sex or just just smash something. And other times, I just need to really need you know peace and quiet, and it's supremely meditative, and it feels just like I'm, I'm tripping out on beauty. So I don't know. It's, it's in my opinion, one of the greatest albums ever. And something that I could, I feel like you could do something in an urban futuristic way and take what Lewis Carroll did in Alice Wonderland to another level or to a different level, different plateau. And I, I want to ask you this next question, because I think you're the perfect person to ask uh, about this because you, you're, you know, you've, you've done this for so long and you've just been, you, you, you grew up on hip hop culture. Um, seeing what happened to what's happening or what's happened to the commercialization of rap. Mm. Uh, are you kind of, in, in some sense, are you relieved that the kind of other hip hop elements such as graphic graph writing and stuff hasn't been so commercialized or I guess popularized, but it, but it has, oh, Okay. I mean, I feel like, Rap is not for me. Rap is like it's just changed. It's 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 evolved, evolved. What do you, whatever you want to call it, it's just what it is. There's, you're not going to get an album like "Check Your Head" or "It Takes a Nation of Millions to Hold Us Back." You just it's not it's not happening anymore in that space. Uh, but there's you know there's all the Kanyes and the Jay Zs. They're they're not into rapping or they're into they're into making pop music. Right. Uh, and that's just really where it's going. 
And, you know, and I'm even like hanging out with Muggs not too long ago, and he's just making dubstep, you know, from <laughs> Muggs from Cyprus. And everyone's trying to do, you know, what's happening now. And it's always going to change. It's always going to evolve. And, and graffiti really is the same way. Graffiti is now living not only on and on the walls, it's living off the walls in museums. You know, it's living commercially on Nike shoes and, and in Apple, Apple commercials. So it, it is, has interacted with the public realm and it still interacts with the public realm and it and also interacts in the private realm as well because it, it sells because it's, uh, because it's real and it's authentic and people, and companies find ways to monetize that because they know that, they know that kids react to that. I want to kind of go back to your, uh, the online art school. Uh, what do you, what do you, what, from what do you, what do you, what do you want your students to get out of it? You know, I, I don't think anyone, you know, I think people are very intimidated by the idea of kind of going back to school. And I don't want anybody to be intimidated because I really truly believe in my heart and through my experiences with teaching that everybody can learn how to draw. So if you're an artist, it's going to make you a better artist. If you're not an artist, if you're a musician, I believe drawing will make you a better musician. Drawing will make you a better person because the spiritual journey of an artist is so profound that you're going to discover things through drawing that you didn't even know about yourself. And it gives you a certain amount of freedom and it brings you through your journeys of childhood because we all drew in childhood. And at some point we either continued it or we abandoned it. Most of us abandoned it, but it was all part of our language. It was the first way we communicated before we really had a grasp of words, before we could articulate we uh, we were, we we're articulating visually. So it brings you through a real spiritual journey of yourself. So I think people are finding that out. And I think people are having really profound experiences. And it's a really beautiful thing. And it can be when you're really in the zone, it's a lot like meditation. You know, right. so I think when when people really draw, it doesn't matter if you're good or you're bad. I mean, that's all subjective anyway. It's just the the fact that you're doing it. Uh, is a beautiful thing because there's a lot of discovery that happens. What's the best? I mean, how 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 would I guess how would one go about signing up for your school? BuaArtSchool.com, B-U-A ArtSchool.com, and it's right there. And like I said before, it's it's what makes this really amazing. Besides, obviously, the one-on-one and the video exchange and the lessons is, uh, and the fact that it's really affordable is that it's also an interactive community. So. You're not just dealing with me. You're 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 doing homework and you're interacting with other artists out there. Some of them who are professionals, some who are trying to make it, some who are just hobbyists, and and it's a very uh, safe space to to share your work, not just the work that you do in my school, but your personal work, or to you know hang out with people and to to chat and to meet, and uh, it's kind of this interactive universe of people that love and appreciate art. That was legendary artist Justin Bua. This is Tim Einenko with the library. Peace. I'm running from the law. There's an alley close by. I can tell by the stench. Shortcut to the park. I'm hiding under the bench. First my kicks was muddy. Now all my gear too. Somebody might hear you. Can't make a sound because they just might find me. Can't move an inch. There's dog shit right behind me. Damn, this shit is grimy. It's like I'm an A&R and all these walls of rappers screaming outside me. Hold up. Gotta let these pigs pass.
He's gotta be here somewhere. We gotta catch his ass. Yeah, so what? It's just a bunch of paperwork. You know what? You're right, and I'm tired. Let's go get some donuts. Cops got tired of waiting. No match for my patience. I think I'll be safer heading to the train station. And you know I ain't paying, but no need for creeping. This time of night, the lady in the booth is always sleeping. Nine times out of ten, the platform is empty. Poles freshly painted, and it really looks tempting. But tonight, I got a feeling like somebody's out to get me. I reach for my marker, but my instincts won't let me. White guy by himself don't care when the train's coming just don't add up allow me to explain something this guy's an undercover this guy's to bring you under no lies i seen them hover just trying to warn you brother here comes the train dip into the last car put my name everywhere even where the maps are and nothing leaves a mark like grip and shoe polish by the time we hit the next stop the whole car's demolished Time to exit, proceed with a purpose My canvas, a surface most people deem as worthless Pop the crown on top, no need to steal, I purchase You find that funny? I spend the rat money Anyway, copper squat, got a nice spot, the rooftop Won't stop till the sun's up and my name's in for two blocks You know what they say, fame is the name of the game So clear the way with you hear the click clack and the spray Take a walk with me, we going all city Black hat, gloves, black blacks, all you need Pylon, Rusto, a pilot, a silver touch tone My name is Faye it's my face, unknown. Take a walk with me. We go in all city. Black hat, gloves, black blacks, all you need. Krylon, Rusto, a pilot, a silver touchstone. My name is Bale. My face shouts to Chino BYI, Fatal NFO, Smith the Saint, Corsten, Revs, and Astro, Reese, RFC, Sack, ACB, Shama, R5B. The squad was GBT, five inmates, literally five million heads. Shouts to Ewok, my first crew, SNF, T Kid, Cope, FC, Sonic and Web, J-A, T-K-A, Seek and Seb, Seer, Days, Kes 5 and Chez, Ear, Sever, A-T-C and Tez, Females held it down, Lady Pink, Miss Mags, take a walk with me, we bout to catch some tags. Take a walk with me, we going all city, black hat, gloves, black blacks, all you need. Krylon, Rusto, a pilot, a silver touch tone, my name is famous, my face unknown. Take a walk with me, we going all city, black hat, gloves, black blacks, all you need. Krylon, Rusto, a pilot, a silver touch tone, my name is famous, my face is unknown. Take a walk with me, let's take a walk. Take a walk. With me, let's take a walk. Take a walk with me, let's take a walk. Take a walk with me, let's take a walk. Take a walk with me, let's take a walk. Take a walk with me, let's take a walk. Take a walk with me, let's take a walk. Take a walk with me, let's take a walk. Here, pack it back. Q and five, plague, SNF, show no fear. I tour. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.